With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Incredible play. 35-yard touchdown. Alan Lazard, six-foot-five frame, needing every bit of it. Oh, Hartman's still going inside the 10, and he is in for the touchdown. Allen has time. Intercepted. Sauce Gardner's got it. Breaking away, Garrett Wilson. Wilson, a big play downfield. Wilson's still going along the sideline. He's not going to go down. Allen tripped up. He could not get past Jermaine Johnson. Oh, look at the speed of Brees Hall. He's done it again. Brees Lightning, 62 yards for the touchdown. And he's sacked again by Quinton Williams. What a beast. Number 95 for the Jets. Listen. This is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at Play Like a Jet One. And it is time for part two of the weekend mailbag. So for that, we bring back our friend who is the editor over at JetNation.com, Mr. Glenn Naughton. So let's jump right back into the mailbag. Next question comes in from JP Waxer. He asks, Why do people talk about Dwayne Brown's return as if the Jets think he's the solution to the offensive line problems? His contract makes it very difficult to make any other choice but bring him back. It's over $6 million in dead money to walk away. I understand what you're saying. The Jets definitely did want him to come back, though. And I think part of the reason is because... They know they need him based on what they've got. They have Max Mitchell. Nobody knows what's going on with him and his medical condition. Makai Becton is coming back after being gone for two years. Now, he looks great in these pictures he's taken, but he also looked good last offseason, and then he had a freak injury again. So you have no idea what could happen with Makai Becton. Dwayne Brown himself is coming off shoulder surgery, but he did play hurt for a significant portion of the season last year and gutted it out. So the Jets staff obviously very impressed with his ability to do that. I think it really comes down to what else did the Jets have? They went out and tried to get Orlando Brown, but they didn't get him. And so what do they have at tackle? They've got Dwayne Brown, they've got Makai Becton, they've got Max Mitchell, and ironically enough, Dwayne Brown is probably the least of their worries of those three. 
So, yeah, they wanted him back. He's not a solution, but he's really all they got. And I think that's why people were happy is because at least there's a guy who has experience and was a serviceable starter coming back. I'm not saying he was great last year. He certainly wasn't. But I think the injury definitely played a part in why his play dipped so much toward the end of the season. They think he's got something left in the tank, and it takes some of the pressure off the Jets, too, in terms of what they need to do at number 13. They very well could pick a tackle, but Dwayne Brown being there means that it's a little bit less of a necessity than it was before. Yeah, I think um, it, it just comes down to the saying, beggars can't be choosers, right? I mean, yeah, Dwayne Brown is long on the tooth. He's not what he once was. But the Jets, tackle's a dire situation for them. That's why so many people are projecting a tackle to them in the first round, at the very least by the second round. Um, so, they're, I mean, they are going to use a premium pick on a tackle, even having Dwayne Brown. So that's all it comes down to. It's it's Dwayne Brown and a bunch of question marks and likely a draft pick who, you know, no matter where you take him, is going to be somewhat of a question mark himself just being a rookie. Next question comes in from Godson5. He asks, let's say the Jets get Aaron Rodgers. He plays a year, they win a playoff game, and then he retires. Zach still isn't where they need him to be, and the Jets now have a pick in the late 20s. What happens then? How does this team address the most important position in all sports if this is the scenario? It's a fairly likely scenario, if we're being honest about it. Zach Wilson turning it around is not a very high percentage play. Aaron Rodgers only playing a year is fairly likely, and the Jets maybe winning a playoff game and that being it is also fairly likely. And in this scenario, they would get a pick along the lines of what you're saying in the 20s, and they wouldn't be able to get a quarterback. And this is why a lot of us were pro Derek Carr, because you wouldn't have had to give up any draft picks for him. You could have had him for four to five years and lengthened the window built around him, and you would have had an opportunity to build out the rest of the roster with these high caliber draft picks and make it on par with the Chiefs, the Bengals, the Bills. The Rodgers thing, if we're being honest about it, it's just an opportunity to take a puncher's chance to throw your hat in the ring for a year, maybe two. I really don't have a good answer for you for what they're going to do. The real answer here, and it's not something that anybody that's a Jets fan is going to want to hear is, they're just thinking, let's get Aaron Rodgers, hope for the best, and whatever happens after that happens, we'll figure it out then. That's really what this is. Yeah, that's that's exactly the situation there. I mean, that's what I expect. Like the scenario that's being pitched in the question, that's that's what is, I believe is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Rodgers walks. I think Zach won't be ready, and they're going to have to look at quarterbacks. I don't. I mean, does, do you explore Kirk Cousins again if he hits free agency? I believe he's projected to be a free agent. Um, you know, do, at least this time around, if you. If you add one of these vets, you're gonna you then will probably have to draft another quarterback to be brought along. But it's it's not gonna be a good situation. And as you said, Scott, you know, as much as people I, I had someone say to me earlier, oh, oh, I bet you wanted Derek Carr. And I was like, Yeah, I did. Like I would like to have four, five, six years of stability while they continue to build the roster. But as it stands, it will probably be Aaron Rodgers and we will probably, probably be looking for a quarterback again next year. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you'll hear us in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as uh, simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. 
Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere, and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. Next question comes in from Paul. He asks, if the Jets could trade up to the top five, would Levis or Richardson be a viable quarterback answer? Not sure the Texans or Cardinals stay put. I don't think that's really anything they're going to explore. We talked about if Richardson falls to 13, which he won't. They're not going to trade up because both of those guys, Levis and Richardson, whatever you think about them, they're not going to play next year. And the whole thing that the Jets have been pitching is that they're going to go get a veteran. They're going to go all in next year. They want to make the playoffs. They want to make a run, all of that. If they could get Bryce Young or C.J. Stroud, maybe you could talk the fans into that because you could say these guys are ready to play right away. Even that would be a tough sell at this point. But those two guys, I just don't see any way that they would consider that a potential solution. If they didn't get Aaron Rodgers, if the deal fell apart, I think it's far more likely that they do what we talked about. Maybe throw their hat in the ring for Lamar Jackson, talk to the Titans about Ryan Tannehill, talk to the Rams about Matthew Stafford, but I don't see them taking a quarterback, and I certainly don't see them trading up into the top five. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, as I said earlier, they're not taking a quarterback, even if they wanted to. Um, you'd basically have to bankrupt your draft. They've only got, what, five, six picks anyway with what you would do. You would move up. You would take one of those quarterbacks, and you'd have a sixth rounder left. Um, you know, the Jets have too many holes. I I do expect some spending after free agency or after the draft, rather, um, once that sort of compensatory window closes. And I don't think that's a terrible approach. I think you do find starter-level players after the draft. And um, I think that's when we're going to see the Jets make some moves. But as far as trading up for a quarterback, you're basically getting a guy to sit on the bench and you're leaving yourself with one or two more day three picks. That that ain't going to do it. I do want to make this point, by the way, about Ryan Tannehill, because everybody craps all over him every time you bring him up. And I'm in no way saying he wouldn't be a distant second choice to Aaron Rodgers. Obviously, he would. And he's coming off an injury, and he's 35, so we have to keep that in mind. But let's remember that the Titans were going to make the playoffs last year fairly easily until Tannehill went out and they had no quarterback and they collapsed, right? That would have been the fourth year in a row that the Titans would have made the playoffs with Ryan Tannehill. And by the way, the first year they made the playoffs with him in 2019, they went all the way to the AFC Championship game. People forget that. 
All I'm saying is the Jets roster is pretty good. It's not great, but it's pretty good. You put Tannehill there, there's no reason why the Jets couldn't make the playoffs and maybe under the right circumstances make some sort of playoff run. Wouldn't expect them necessarily to go to the Super Bowl or even the AFC Championship. It's possible. And yes, Rodgers would give them a higher ceiling, but everybody poo-pooing Ryan Tannehill it's not a terrible option. Like I said, three straight years playoffs would have been a fourth if he hadn't gotten hurt. I think if the Jets were to get him and he were to stay healthy, there'd be a fairly high percentage chance they could make the playoffs with him. Yeah, I, I wholly agree. I can't remember the first time I mentioned Tannehill um, in this whole process, but it's it's sort of at some point these these media narratives, these fan narratives get created about players. And like I get that like you know a championship is the goal, but... There really is this mindset among a certain segment of fans where you're either, and I've said this before, you're either a Super Bowl winner, which means you're elite, or you're garbage. Like, there's no in-between. And people just stick with that. And, you know, those very same people spent years trashing Matthew Stafford. He's garbage. He's never won anything. What a bust. I wouldn't want him on my team. And uh, and then he turns around and wins a ring. And that, you're 100% right. Tannehill is not a bad option. He just, again, fans get in these repetitive you know these sort of cyclical thought processes where they just repeat what the last person said and then it it becomes a sort of version of the truth that doesn't match up with reality next question comes in from glennie and the jets he asks how much bigger of a role will jermaine johnson and michael clemens play this year i think they're going to play much bigger role they'll both get a lot more snaps obviously if they keep lawson they won't get as many snaps as they would if lawson was gone but i do expect both of them to play a bigger role I think Jermaine Johnson flashed, especially in the run game last year. Michael Clemens certainly flashed. They know they have two young players, well, young-ish, because they were both older for guys that were drafted as rookies. I believe Clemens was 25 and Jermaine Johnson was 23 or something like that, but still relatively young on rookie deals. They know that they both are very promising players, so I expect them to get higher snap counts in the rotation this year. Yeah, I think, uh, you know, Vinnie Curry didn't play a ton of snaps, but he's gone. Of course, Lawson, I think some people wondered if he might go. Robert Sala made it clear he won't. But even with that being the case, you know, these guys entering year two, I, I expect to see an uptick in, in reps and production. Next question comes in from Michael Christopher. He asks, if Jalen Carter drops to 13 and all three tackles are on the board, what would you do if you were the Jets? Who would you be mad if the Jets drafted at 13? Hmm, interesting question. Jalen Carter, it really depends on what the character issue is here. We know what's been made public. Is there more stuff behind the scenes that only these teams know about that we aren't privy to that would force him to drop all the way to 13? How bad is it? Because if a talent like Jalen Carter drops that far, odds are there's something really bad there. Now, here's another thing that plays into this, by the way. Carter is refusing to meet with teams outside the top 10. So now if you're the Jets, you might have this intel. You haven't had a chance to meet with the guy to get his side of the story. Makes it even more risky. I'm not sure it's a risk I'd be willing to take, especially if I'd intel that there was more to this than even what we already know. As far as who I would be upset with the Jets drafting at number 13, I wouldn't love it if they drafted Will Levis if he drops to 13. It's possible he does. Yeah, I think I've already kind of answered that by saying a, a couple times I, I wouldn't take any quarterback. Um, at the, I just don't think the Jets can afford to, no matter how much I may or may not like them. But the Jalen Carter question is an interesting one. If you didn't mention it, I was going to ask for your thoughts, Scott, on the, the, the news that he is not visiting teams outside the top 10. I mean, that could be catastrophic for him. 
you know, if, if, if maybe say you're say you're the Jets in a scenario like you mentioned unfolds and you like the guy, but you have some stuff you'd like to clear up, but you didn't have a chance to talk to him. So now you're looking at him thinking, man, we can, maybe I would have taken this guy, but, you know, we don't know that we don't know the true details on what we found. So and maybe he then plummets from there. Um, you know, just a couple weeks ago, you and I discussed this and I said, absolutely. I take him if he falls to 13, no questions asked. But um, in doing that, I am kind of, you know, I think we all as fans have these these ideas of what what you will and will tolerate in terms of risk. And I always say that when it comes to first round picks, specifically first rounders, like you got to you can't take risks on guys if there's questions about work ethic or health. Um, but every now and then you see a guy that's so good. And to me, Jalen Carter is that good on film that I look at him and think I, I might roll the dice on him like I normally wouldn't. With a guy where they're, you know, uh, maybe give him the benefit of the doubt, showing up out of shape to the pro day. Look, the guy had a lot on his mind. You know, the the vehicle accident with the teammate and the staffer being killed. Um, you know, that, that could have been weighing on him and impacted his preparation, which is, I mean, he's a human being after all. But if the, if I'm getting stories from the university, from, from staffers and, you know, coaches, that there are work ethic issues or that he is a guy who only you know, only plays when he feels like a type of thing. I'm not touching him with a 10 foot pole at 13, but based on film alone um, and what that guy is capable of and the thought of pairing him with Quinn and Williams. Oh my, I'd, I'd sign up for that in a second. If, uh, you know, if not for the questions that are lingering. Next question comes in from muzzled. He asks, what's the plan for Zach Wilson? Is he working with anybody this off season? I assume he's working with John Beck like he usually does. And then I also assume that he's going to start working with Nathaniel Hackett and the offensive staff fairly soon. The idea is that under a new staff and hopefully with Aaron Rodgers, his hero here, and a full year to completely reset, rebuild himself, that he would be able to get to where the Jets were hoping he would be when they drafted him in 2021. So that appears to be the plan at the moment. I haven't heard anything about anybody beyond the expected people that are going to be involved jumping in here. I guess it's possible he goes to a couple of other private tutors or something. I know he's close with Steve Young, so maybe he works with him. Yeah, I think uh, that's, that's pretty much my thought is, you know, obviously there's no news being, you know, n nothing being made public in regards to who he's working with. But I just I just sort of assumed it would be John Beck again. They seem to have a pretty close relationship. Next question comes in from Stephen James. He asks, how possible is it Joe Douglas will draft a quarterback in the first few rounds? Is it only a potential fallback option if the Aaron Rodgers trade somehow falls through? Or might the Jets do it anyway since Aaron Rodgers isn't going to stay long and they can't possibly believe that Zach Wilson is going to pan out. So I would have thought this was more likely if we weren't hearing buzz about Hendon Hooker going in the first round and if the Jets hadn't already swapped the second and third rounder in the Elijah Moore deal and if the Jets weren't expected to trade one of those second rounders in the deal for Aaron Rodgers. They're not going to have a lot of picks and so drafting a quarterback seems to be exceedingly unlikely. Maybe there's one late, day three, that they like, that they grab and stash away. Maybe. But I wouldn't be betting on that at this point. Like I said, if they had the extra picks to play with and Hendon Hooker went in the second or third round, maybe something like that would be a possibility. But I'd be surprised. Maybe they grab somebody like Hayner in the sixth round or something. But I think, if anything, it's more likely... Perhaps there's a quarterback or two that goes undrafted that get invited in and they compete in training camp for a roster spot, maybe end up on the practice squad or something like that. 
yeah, I, I uh, Hendon Hooker, you know, you and I have talked, we've actually spoken about him and Jay Kaner, and I think that if, if Hendon Hooker were to fall to 42 or 43, I think you consider it, um, and I don't blame them, but as you said, the, the, the rumor mill seems to be suggesting Hendon Hooker could go in the first round or at the very latest early second, so he wouldn't be an option for the Jets, and at that point, I think you are looking at a day three guy. Like, you know, I know they met with Aiden O'Connell. I think he could be an option. Um, or Jake Hayner as, you know, again, day three picks. And and even that is sort of questionable. It's, it, you know, if we see some moves on, uh, you know, be- between now and the draft where the Jets can add a couple of late picks, I think that becomes more of a possibility. But for the same reason that I don't think they're taking a quarterback at one, um, I don't think we're going to see them. I don't think we're going to see them take a lot of guys who they don't think will contribute this year. Next question comes in from the People's Champ. John 316, he asks, any word on the progress of Chaz Surratt? Measurables make it seem like he could be a, quote, sallow linebacker, and possibly this is why the Jets haven't done much in free agency. I don't think he has anything to do with why the Jets haven't done much in free agency, but I honestly haven't heard anything about Chaz Surratt. Have you heard anything, Glenn? Um, Haven't heard anything. He was a guy that I watched a fair bit leading up to the draft, and I actually liked his brother uh, a fair bit, Sage Surratt, who was a wide receiver. But uh, Chaz Surratt was a converted uh, uh, quarterback um, who moved over to the defensive side of the ball. And he looked like a player at North Carolina. You kind of looked at him and thought, for someone who doesn't have a lot of experience at the position, he's playing really well, um, was hoping he would get some reps last year. Of course, the Jets activated him. And on I think it was on kickoff, first play of the game, he uh, pulled a hamstring, and that was it for him for the year. So we didn't get to see him. But as you said, um, in no way, shape, or form is he impacting any decisions they're making at linebacker right now. Next question comes in from AYU Rogers Twelve. He asks, given how well Garrett Wilson and Brees Hall worked out last year, why isn't anyone talking about Bijan Robinson as a legitimate possibility if he's available at number thirteen? The one running back model is dead, and freak playmakers don't grow on trees. I get the sentiment here. And certainly you'd have to at least look at it just because Bijan Robinson is that talented. And there was a report today that Bijan Robinson is a player that a lot of general managers think has quote unquote gold jacket potential. But really with running back, that's a position that you really have to think that that player is going to push you over the top if you're going to pick him that high. I just don't see Joe Douglas drafting Bijan Robinson over one of the tackles over even a wide receiver, a pass rusher. I just don't think that's something he would do, especially a year after drafting Brees Hall, who he expects to be the bell cow. I think, if anything, he'd be more likely to draft a running back late if he's not satisfied with Michael Carter and Bam Knight and maybe pair that guy with Brees Hall because, as we know, this is a very deep running back draft. But I just don't see the Jets doing it. I get what you're trying to say, that if you have those two special running backs, maybe the Jets do something different that the league isn't prepared for. Maybe you could twist my arm into it depending on how the board breaks, but I just don't see any way that the Jets would do it. By the way, I should stipulate that as a Texas fan, I'm biased here. If it was any other running back, I would probably say, no way. Glenn Naughton, editor, JetNation.com. Thanks so much for coming on and answering mailbag questions with me. Really appreciate it. For everybody that wants to check out what you're doing over at JetNation.com, what do you got going on over there, and how can they follow you on social media? Yeah, uh, uh, follow me on Twitter at AceFan23, AceFan23. Myself and Dylan Terman do our show every Thursday night, 630 live. Live, uh, you'll you'll see the uh, the links. We shoot out the links to the live feed prior to the show. 
if again Dylan is at at D Terraman. And uh check us out, jetnation.com, most active Jets message board on the web. Um we routinely hit a million hits a month. And uh especially right now, fans are pretty fired up. There is an Aaron Rodgers thread that I believe is creeping up on three hundred pages because uh people have people have pretty much lost their mind on that. I can only imagine how much people have lost their mind on those Aaron Rodgers threads. So check those out over at JetNation.com. Check out everything we're doing over at PlayLikeAJet.com and the PlayLikeAJet YouTube channel. We've got some awesome All-22 breakdowns, including the two newest Jets wide receivers, Michael Hardman and Alan Lazard. So watch those videos and subscribe if you haven't already. YouTube.com slash PlayLikeAJet. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quentin Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the PlayLikeAJet logo shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's tepublic.com And be sure to give us a 5 star review For the podcast on iTunes If you haven't done that already Easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing Doesn't take much time, doesn't cost you any money But it goes a long way to help us out So if you can go ahead and do that for us, we'd be quite grateful And for the latest and greatest in New York Jets podcasts and content You know where to go That's Play Like a Jet Digital Playlikeajet.com It is Ryan here and I have a question for you What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChumbaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.